Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you Amazing. in some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. We roll through the third hour of the program. Hope all of you are having fantastic Tuesday so far. Encourage you, as always, get out there and subscribe to the podcast, as during the holiday season there will be a lot of travel going on, and you may want to take us with you wherever you go. You can also download the iHeartRadio app, and you will be prepared as well there. So, Buck, I wanted to react to what Andy McCarthy was saying, but let me give you a little bit of a preview. Reminder, at the bottom of this hour, we're going to be joined by Tucker Carlson, who has launched his new uh, network uh, that will carry many of his show's programming. We'll find out more details about that. But let's not underrate what Andy McCarthy just told us. Andy McCarthy, not a, we were saying off the air, Andy's not a hyperbolic bomb thrower. He's not one of these people who's running around saying, oh, if this happens, then some crazy out, uh, outcome is going to occur and the entire republic is going to collapse. He's, that's not him. He's pretty reasoned, pretty logical. He is saying that if he thought it, the most likely outcome is that this trial is still going to happen on March 4th and that over the ensuing two and three months of the trial, that at some point in May or June, he thinks Donald Trump's going to be convicted of a crime, and if that happens, because remember, he's got a, a jury that's rigged against him in D.C., 90-whatever-3% of D.C. residents voted for Hillary Clinton and voted for Joe Biden, that if that happens, the general rule in federal courts would be that the defendant is taken into custody pending an appeal for sentencing. This is all crazy. Now... If I were giving advice, Buck, to the Supreme Court, 
And I understand that John Roberts is kind of a coward, let's be honest. And he's deeply concerned with what the public opinion is of the court. And as a result, he tries to avoid making too many revolutionary changes. If that is the case, I don't understand how, given that you have five conservatives, three uh, liberals, and the chief justice who was an appointee of George W. Bush, John Roberts, six Republican-appointed Supreme Court members, I don't understand why you would expedite review at all. And if you did allow this review, I don't understand why you wouldn't take what I said yesterday, schedule an oral uh, hearing, an argument, for the end of April, and then release your ruling at the end of June, given the fact that you would take a month or more at least, probably two months, to find a jury, there would be virtually no way for this case to proceed, which would mean effectively you would let the political process resolve itself. That's presuming that you said this case could still go to trial, by the way, that you're not tossing it out completely which I think legally would be justified, personally. But then you at least let the political process resolve itself. If Trump wins, this case vanishes because either his attorney general drops it or he pardons himself. They would maybe both. And then you're also letting the American voter basically render a verdict. Do you or do you not believe that Trump is a uh, should be elected president of the United States? If they expedite this, then they're allowing the courts to be far more political than would otherwise occur. What am I, what am I missing here? You have the ability to knock it out. I understand if you're an institutionalist, the number one criticism is going to be, oh, Trump put three of these, uh, Supreme Court justices on the court. And then what did they do when he needed the protection? They came out and said, you can't be convicted of this crime because you have the presidential powers to be able to act in the manner and method in which you did. Uh, I understand why you wouldn't want that, but I think you could avoid that on some level. Even if you ruled that he was prosecutable, you could just hear have the hearing at the end of April and then not release your opinion until the end of June, and there's no way for this case to get completed before the election takes place in November. Uh, also, though, it reminds me a bit, you know, that it's uh, misattributed to Shakespeare, uh, but it's actually from a Walter Scott poem, right? What a tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive. You look at the special counsel here, and the initial decision to make this a political prosecution, which it inherently is, yes, to hold it so that it would coincide with the election, which now it is doing, and to try to spread this out into different jurisdictions and manipulate the legal system, the web is getting very tangled here. And that he has to go, that the special counsel has to go to the Supreme Court to try to keep this on a timeline. That was, you know, I said this yesterday, and Andy today, he was on a plane yesterday, so he couldn't join us, but Andy today was, was reiterating this point, Clay. There's no basis for the special counsel to go to the Supreme Court um based on a fear that this may not get done before the election. Yeah. Like that's not the way it's supposed to work, right? It's supposed to play out as the process. He is trying to lock an American citizen in prison for alleged crimes. It's not supposed to be, we got to get this done so that it hurts him in the polls in time that he can't win and, and pardon himself. 
So the bad decision here, the, the root cause of all of this is the rot at the base of the, uh, of the tree, uh, so to speak. It, it is exactly what special counsel Jack Smith is doing here. He just keeps on having to chase, uh, more politicized ends and do more damage to the legal process, uh, as he goes along or to our faith in the legal system as he goes along. Because what else, what else happens? I mean, could you imagine? If this thing gets delayed and Trump wins and then ends up pardoning himself, I mean, what, what do you think Jack Smith's future in, uh, in the law is after that? It's not very Look, bright. That's why all of this is a mix of the political and the legal. And that if I were sketching out and I'm trying to think like Chief Justice John Roberts, and let's pretend that he has some measure of power, why not schedule the oral arguments for the end of April Give this opinion at the end of, uh, at the end of June. He would know what the opinion's gonna be. Either they're gonna toss it and say, Trump acted within the scope of his powers, there is no criminal offense here. Or, which by the way, you know that the three liberal appointees, the three Democrat appointees are not going to say that. So, is there in any way a majority that would say Trump should be tried. I thought the other most interesting thing about Andy McCarthy's aspect is maybe there are some people who don't want this case in front of the Supreme Court if Trump is the one asking for it. But did Jack Smith create a mess for himself by basically allowing the Supreme Court to take this case at his request? That's that's really fascinating strategically, too, because if Trump's begging for the Supreme Court to save him from the D.C. Court of Appeals, which is very likely, I think, to rule in favor of Jack Smith and say these are prosecutable offenses, now he's the one saying, Supreme Court, can you please look at this, which I think to an institutionalist would feel different. So, But why even get yourself enmeshed in this when there's a clear calendar situation where you can just right. keep this from happening and then let it be decided by the by the voters it is because this is a politically driven exercise not a law and justice driven i think exercise. it's a mix and that and that for the supreme well, court analysis well okay but i'm just saying the way that jack smith is trying to yes. manipulate the process is driven entirely by politics this is i not, agree with that there there's no reason to try to expedite this other than the looming election. Correct. And the only reason the looming election is such a problem is because they sat on this for three years to make it happen in the, they, they want to get him in the election year after he's the Republican nominee before the American people can cast their votes. I mean, he's actually trying to thread the needle here in terms of, of the timing. I mean, it's, it's and not it's as a easy. direct attack on democracy. Yeah, of a direct of, of the yeah. likes of which we've never seen, which is why I'm saying if I'm in the Supreme Court, if I were Supreme Court Justice Clay Travis, which terrifies a lot of people out there to even contemplate that, I would not aid and abet what Jack Smith is doing at all. I would try to engage in a process that would keep the court from making a full-on decision, because it's now political, because they put the court in a political decision, whereby you use the calendar... Right. To actually run out the clock. But, but what you would do and what I would do is, is irrelevant, right? What matters is what the nine people that are going to be in this position and their particular proclivities and how they think this will play out for the country. And I think it's very unlikely that they're going to swoop in, in my mind, 
even though I think this would be the just, I, I kind of agree with Andy on this. The just thing would be to say this is, this is wrong. And we're, we're going to, you know, the immunity that, that Trump's people are saying he has under the circumstances, we're going to support that claim. Um, even if on legal, on a legal level, that may be shaky. I mean, I think it's there, but it's shaky to do this in an election year is grotesque and everyone knows it. I think it's why Trump has been surging so much in the polls, but beyond that, Clay, no matter who loses or wins here, you've, they have guaranteed that there will be sore loserism depending on your perspective about this election because if donald trump wins if donald trump wins they're going you know after let's say the supreme court weighs in here in, in any capacity yes. right comes in and says if trump wins they're going to say well the supreme court that he appointed you know two justices to saved him and it's and it's unfair and he's illegitimate and if biden wins i think trump voters are going to rightly say this whole thing has been tainted from really the get-go by this effort to use the courts as a weapon of politics in the most obvious way. So there's which no way is, around it now. Which is why I think the best decision the Supreme Court could make, again, balancing the political and the legal, is to say maybe by a five to four decision, Trump can be prosecuted, but don't give that opinion until it basically makes it impossible for the prosecution to occur. Because then you can say, well, the Supreme Court didn't bend to Donald Trump. But simultaneously, they also didn't allow Jack Smith to force through, along with Judge Chutkin, a kangaroo uh, attack upon democracy, kangaroo court attack upon democracy. I think that's threading the needle from the Supreme Court perspective, which is why I don't understand at all why they would agree to expedite any ruling. Because if they expedite a ruling at all, other than tossing it, which I think the law would allow them to do and say you can't prosecute Trump at all, otherwise they're just basically acting at the behest of Jack Smith and actually making things worse for everyone who cares about uh, an actually free and fair election. But this is starting to be a little bit like 2000s hanging chads, recounts, not in terms of the legal realities of it, but in terms of the perception that the Supreme Court is going to be making a call here, one way or the other, that is likely to determine the outcome of this election in some capacity, perhaps wholesale. That's yeah. There's no way around it, right? So the Supreme I, Court's I mean, weighing in in a way that it really shouldn't have to, but is going to. And this is why a political hit like this in an election year is so damaging, no matter what one thinks of Donald Trump or or all the rest of it. I, mean, I just think it's. Uh, you know, we, we have crossed the point of, uh, of no return on this one now. You know what I mean, Clay? Like, even if they do the most yeah. elegant solution that you can come up with and we could sit here and talk about, there will be a large section of the country that thinks it's, it's the Supreme Court saved Trump. You know what I mean? It's, they, they bailed him out again. Uh, it's crazy, but this is yes. where we're going. And that's why the, that little twinning of, hey, we're going to just let the clock calendar play out before this can all happen is probably the best way for somebody like John Roberts, who cares about institutional legitimacy, to thread a needle when he's being put in a really difficult position. Yep. What do you think? Legal minds out there. 800-282-2882. You know, this holiday season, I want you to keep in mind organizations that are doing good work and who are deserving of our recognition and our support. The pro-life community has its hands full these days. Uh, it's on us to try to save as many lives as possible because so many states still have extreme abortion laws on the books and the abortion lobby is still pushing as hard as it can to keep the number of abortions high. 
But we can save lives every day. We don't have to wait for the laws to change in these states. That's a long-term process. We can save lives today with the pre-born network of clinics. They establish clinics in communities where abortions are often occurring, and they present pregnant mothers with a choice between abortion and life. They do this primarily, though not exclusively, through free ultrasounds so that the mother can meet her child and make an informed decision. Preborn doesn't receive any federal funds, not a dime, so it relies on the pro-life community, you and me. Would you consider a leadership gift to save babies in a big way? Your tax-deductible donation of $5,000, that's what a leadership gift would be. I know there's someone out there right now in this country listening to this who can do a leadership gift. Maybe there's a handful of people. Remember, this is tax-deductible, and your money goes to saving the lives of tiny babies. $5,000 would sponsor Preborn's entire network for 24 hours, which could help save 200 babies' lives. To donate, use your cell phone and dial pound 250. Say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, say baby. Or donate securely at preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K. Preborn has a 100% charity rating, so you can give with confidence. Sponsored by Preborn. From the front lines of truth, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. 
Pure Talk, the cell phone company we both rely on, is further investing in their customers without charging an extra penny. Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in more than 50 countries, too. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. You keep your phone number and your phone unless you want to get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Up to you. Go to puretalk.com slash buck and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash buck, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. Welcome back, team. We're going to be joined here in a few minutes by Tucker Carlson, the Clay, Tuck, and Buck, all having a chat here about his uh, his new network. That sounds like a really like not very safe video. <laughs> <laughs> Just telling you the names of the folks yeah. in the conversation, sir. Uh, uh, I you think you has a son named Buck, by the way. Small world. So there you I go. did not know that. Um, yeah. But yeah, the Clay Tucken buck does not sound like something that would be very safe to Google. I'll just, uh, I'll just toss it <laughs> so out. So anyway, we're going to have a very interesting and insightful conversation about America life and politics and also his new network, uh, the Tucker Carlson network, uh, which is going to be, or, or is, has launched, I should say. And he can tell us all about what he has going on there. So, you know, there's some, uh, interesting, interesting things afoot. We also have some calls. Clay, who's up on the board right now? Pick one. Dealer's choice. Yeah, let's go with um, uh, let's go with Kevin in Illinois. What you got for us, Kevin? Well, I think you guys are missing something. The reason Smith is forcing this Supreme Court, there are three Trump-appointed judges. You think he's not going to scream for one or all three to recuse themselves? Eh, I, thank you for the call. I, I think certainly you could argue for that. I think the chances of that happening are zero. Yes. yes, they will not. So. And, and I don't even think there's precedent to suggest that a Supreme Court justice should have to recuse him or herself because of the president that appointed them, because that is an issue for, you know, yeah, potentially I mean, if, eight if Ob- years if Obama, of cases. Yeah, I was going to say, if Obama appointed somebody to the Supreme Court and then the federal government was on the other side of an issue before the court, you know, the executive branch, you're not expecting that person to. It's usually if they represent it in private practice or there's some specific. Now, what issue. they'll try to say is, oh, this is why I think they've gone after Clarence Thomas's wife, because they'll try to say, oh, because of what Jenny Thomas has done in her private life. That means that Clarence Thomas cannot sit on this case. Certainly, they try to make those yeah. arguments. I think that has a zero percent chance of uh but it's also, uh, you know, it's like the guy says in Pirates of the Caribbean. It's really more of a guideline than a rule. Yes. Oh, that's, that's a great series, by the way. At least when they still had Johnny Depp in it. Uh, when you buy gas, groceries, or get a meal at a restaurant, last thing you're thinking is you'll get cash back from your purchase. But that's exactly what the Upside app does. Actual cash back from every one of those purchases. It's a smart idea. Upside app, free in your app store. Partnered with tens of thousands of gas stations, grocery stores, restaurants to give you cash back. When you buy from them, it all happens in the app. You get started by downloading the free Upside app. Go do that today. Upside app. Uh, it takes you all of two minutes. Set up an account. Every time you're on your way to fill up with gas, go to the store. You can check out the app to see where the savings are. You can save 40 or 50 cents a gallon, 13% or more off at grocery stores. And over the course of a year, it's really easy to get 
hundreds of dollars or more back. In comparison to credit card rewards, you can earn 3x. Download the free Upside app. Use our names Clay and Buck when you do. Get hooked up with 25 cents back for every gallon in uh, gas in your first tank. That's Upside app. Use our names Clay and Buck. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Joined now by Tucker Carlson, who has got a brand new business that he is launching. I believe it launched yesterday. I'm sure that many of you have already checked it out. Tucker, thanks for coming on the show. Let us know what you got cooking. What's uh, what, what's the new business and how's it going to be set up? Gentlemen, thank you for having me. Uh, well, it's a streaming service, um, and the point I'm not a business person, uh, but I am a free speech person. And the point is to protect speech from advertising boycotts and pressure from corporations. And really the only way to do that is to build a subscription service where people, you know, pay for some percentage of the content that they watch. And then you're, you're a fortress. There's no one can shut you up at that point. And that's a conclusion that I've come to after you know, a lot of years of doing this and having been shut up a few times through advertiser boycotts or corporate pressure, whatever it happens. Um, but I think going particularly into this next 12 months, you know, you're going to need outlets that can't be shut up. You you literally can't make them be quiet and not, you know, you don't have to watch if you don't want. You don't have to listen if you don't want. Uh, but if you do want information that's honest and that's not being controlled or edited by people with interests they're not disclosing, you know, it's really important to have that, especially in an election year. So that's what we're building. Hey, Tucker, it's Buck. Uh, you know, I see that uh, Elon, of course, now that he is for free speech, the, the left has decided that he's like public enemy number one, even though he's <laughs> arguably doing more for, you know, the issue of climate change and uh, clean energy and all this than any other human being in history. They don't care. They hate him because he's for free speech. Is what you're doing really um, enabled or even just made possible because X exists at this point as a place? Because, I mean, I don't even, people ask me, I don't even bother posting really on Facebook or these things anymore. Uh, you know, people can post for me sometimes, but they're not free speech places at all. So is X kind of a critical ingredient in the plan? And how, how does Elon's vision and your vision, how do they intersect? Are you, are you kidding? I mean, yes. And... By the way, I mean, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, I mean, you can reach a big audience with any of these. YouTube, Mr. Beast does. Mr. Beast is the biggest creator on YouTube, and he is because he never crosses any lines. I'm not attacking the guy. He does something very different. But no one with political views that are out of sync with the, you know, 2 3% of the population whose views are imposed on the rest of us, no one could exist on any of those platforms telling the truth, period. So it's not, you're right, it's not even worth it. X is the only big media platform in the world that has free speech. There's only one left. And, um, and that's because of Elon, you know, whatever you think of him. And he was, you know, after my kids was the first person to call me after our show got canceled. And, um, you know, he didn't offer me money or to hire me, but he just said, I just, I want you to know that we have this platform. Our commitment to free speech is real and um, invite you on. And we took him up on it, just as anyone else could. We didn't get a special deal. Uh, and I've been grateful for it ever since. I mean, we've made precisely zero money, but um, I don't really care. You know, I just, there's a lot going on, and I, I wanted to continue to talk about it and to, you know, interview people and go around the world and talk to 
people saying interesting things and recording interesting developments, and I can't stand the idea of being silenced. I don't think any American should stand for that. I mean, it's actually, I mean, I try to work myself into a frenzy, but it's pretty unbelievable that everybody I know in this country, all born here, all Americans by birth, committed to staying here, they can't have a conversation. You, you're afraid to talk to people about controversial, quote, controversial things over your phone because you know it's being monitored or could be. Even with the phone in the room, you know they can use it to listen to you. Who's they? The government. And not just our government, other governments. So the whole thing is like so crazy. It's gotten so North Korean where everybody is afraid to think um, that anything I can do and my staff from Fox, I mean, we brought most of our staff with us, and I'm grateful for that, very grateful for that. But um, anything we can do to add, you know, to a conversation that's real, that's not defined by lying, uh, we're going to do. And that's what we're doing. We're talking to Tucker Carlson. I, I know you have already been asked about this, but let me just make my, my pitch here. If Trump came to me and he said, Clay, I want you to tell me who I should pick as vice president. My answer is you, uh, and my answer is you because I think you can communicate what Trump is often trying to say and sometimes getting attacked and not being able to be the best defender of his perspective. And that's not a shot at Trump. It's just more of a compliment for you. I think you would be the most effective vice president that he could possibly pick. And I told him this. You heard it. I said it on the radio directly to him. He responded, said he was going to consider you. So if Trump really came to you, Tucker, and if he said, I think that in order to win and run the best version of a campaign in 2024, you are my guy. Are you really telling me you would say, can't do it? Well, I'll just say three things. One, the only reason I'm being asked about it at all is because <laughs> you brought it up. You're welcome. So, You're welcome. I, I love way. pointing that out to people, whether by the way. They're like, what do you think about you. Tucker for VP? Uh, and I'm like, uh, well, we kind of started that whole thing, so I think, you know. But by the way, but to, to, before you finish your answer, you can come back to your three-parter here. Melania, to be fair, Axios had a report, which I'm sure you saw, where Melania Trump said it should be Tucker. Now, whether that's true or not, but uh, Trump does listen to his wife, I think, and I said this on the show earlier this week, I think he blamed her for his endorsement of Dr. Oz, which is very funny. So in the event it didn't yes. go well, he might blame her if you were the pick. But how would you respond? Trump says, I need you. You're my guy. We're going to win. Otherwise, I'm concerned nobody else can do what you can do. You would respond how? Well, I would just say first that that only proves that Melania listens to your show. Uh, which is pretty flattering, I think. Um, so second, I would say I, I am in sync with Donald Trump's big ideas. You know, I, I definitely was not in sync with some of his staff choices at all. But the but the ideas that he ran on, you know, have a secure border, a trade policy that helps your own country maybe fight fewer pointless wars. Um Right. I mean, it's it's not complicated. That's an extremely moderate, sensible, middle of the road, non-ideological platform. And the only reason that most people don't recognize that is because of the torrents of propaganda that have distorted it. And so I think if you if you say those things slowly, calmly, in a this is your captain speaking voice that people can hear, it is hard to believe that anybody could be opposed to that fight fewer pointless wars like what is the point of nato or just like we can have discussions about these things but i think common sense will prevail if we do it in a calm way that's my personal view as for my role in that 
I mean, I'm like pretty happy with what I'm doing. I can't imagine being in politics, honestly. I don't like the people in politics. I like Trump. I think he's hilarious. He's he's fun to be with. He actually cares about the country um, and cares about people. That's real. I've seen it. Uh, but, you know, most people in politics, and particularly the consultant class, I mean, I've spent my whole life around them, covering campaigns and living in Washington. And, like, not one of them's ever been to my house for dinner. You know, I invite the homeless to my house for dinner. Everyone can come to my house for dinner except political people. They just can't because they're too fake. And I just can't deal with that. So the idea of being around fake people, even for a meal, much less a career, is like horrifying to me. So, I mean, I don't know. I guess I would assess it if that incredibly unlikely thing happened to me and I felt like there was something I could contribute. But and the last thing I'll say is I don't like people who seek power. I don't, and I never have, and, and I also like I also also don't like people whose like goal is to become rich. I don't like that either, and I know those are unpopular views, but I mean it, and I'm just going to say it because I don't care anymore. I just don't like if you want a lot of power over me, you should not have power over me. That's how I feel. And if your goal in life is to have more money than you can spend, then you disgust me. That's called greed. It's like eating more food than you can digest, which is gluttony. It's just gross. And so, though, I mean, those are just not, you know what I mean? Like, if you get rich in the process, that's great. But, and if you get powerful in the process because people, you know, want your leadership, I get it. That's a byproduct, though. That's not a goal. And um, politics draws a lot of people who want to be rich and famous and powerful for the sake of being rich and famous and powerful. And that's just, like, absolutely repugnant to me. Sorry. Well, frankly, Clay, a lot of people are talking probably about Tucker as VP, the best, great VP, really wonderful. We'll talk about it. We can get into some other stuff, too. Here, Clay. By the way, that whole answer, Tucker, just solidified for me why you should be the pick. <laughs> You, you just, you just, well, you just yeah. nailed it. Oh, come on. This, Clay, no, Clay that, is a dog what, with a bone, yeah, Tucker. You gotta know. That would have me. Oh, man. Uh, you should have right, heard, you should have heard him on the Mike Pence interview. If you don't answer oh. a question for Clay, he never lets it go, so. Now, that was yeah. the perfect answer. That's the answer I would want <laughs> Trump's VP to give. Uh, when we come back, uh, Tucker's gonna stick with us. We'll close out the show. We'll get him with some more questions. Probably MIT, Harvard, Penn, what happened there? Uh, and, uh, where does he th- see things going in 2024 as we progress? In the meantime, right now, you know, we got a huge, uh, lack of testosterone in this country. In fact, 50% lower testosterone right now, which is pretty wild to think about. You have, if you are a guy in our country, then your grandfather and your great grandfather may well have had. They can't even figure out exactly why testosterone is plummeting, but all you have to do is look at who's in 1600 Pennsylvania right now and all of his male advisors and think to yourself, having the least testosterone laden White House in our history for all the men that are there is not making us stronger. And if you're out there right now and it's a holiday season and you're looking for more vim, vigor and vitality, maybe, maybe, I bet you're listening to me right now, but there's a lot of you that have holiday obligations this evening and you're already dreading it. You don't want to go to that company Christmas party. You don't want to go uh, to that event socially that you're obligated to go to because you're just tired. It's coming up on the end of the year. You've been working hard. How about getting some all-natural testosterone back in your body? That's what the Chalk Mail Vitality Stack is all about. Leading ingredient proven in three months' time to increase your natural testosterone by 20%. You lose testosterone as you get older. That's normal. That's one reason why so many men start to feel so much tireder. You can get hooked up today if you go to chalk.com. That's C-H-O-Q.com. Use my name, Clay, C-L-A-Y. You can save 35% off your subscription for life. That's chalk.com. 
Clay, C-L-A-Y, is the promo code. Go check it out today, C-H-O-Q. Put some testosterone back in your life. Heard it on the show? Hear more on the podcast. Clay and Buck Podcast Deep Dives. More content, more common sense. Find the guides on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk, the cell phone company we both rely on, is further investing in their customers without charging an extra penny. Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in more than 50 countries, too. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. You keep your phone number and your phone unless you want to get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Up to you. Go to puretalk.com slash buck and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash buck, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less, every time you play. You pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever. And it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match. Up to a hundred dollars. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code Clay. That's C L A Y to get set up and get a deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Welcome back to Clay and Buck. Final segment of the day, and it's a doozy. We've got our friend Tucker Carlson here. He just launched the Tucker Carlson Network. Go sign up. Go subscribe. Uh, Tucker, switching gears here on the topics for a second. Um, beyond the possibility of like a VP and Tucker administration of the future. Um, administrations. The <laughs> president of Harvard is not losing her job 
I think it's interesting to see who was surprised yeah. by this on the right and who wasn't. Uh, I was not surprised. I'm sure you were not surprised. But what does this tell us, if anything? Well, I mean, it tells you that DEI is a religion, of course. She's a holy person. And it also tells you that not just Harvard, which is, the, you know, obviously the, the pinnacle of our higher education system, but the entire system is a joke. Because the worst thing about gay is not that she's an open bigot, which she is and has always been, but that she's an idiot. I mean, she's a scholar who goes by the term doctor, though she can't take out your appendix, who's never written a book. So I'm a hack journalist. I've written a bunch of books. I wrote them myself because, I don't know, I like to read books. So I wrote books. She's a scholar. If you look at her scholarship, she's a professor of African-American studies or something. It's not even a real discipline. And she's produced no real academic work. So, like, in the end, leaving aside the demonstrations and even the question of free speech, higher education is about education. And if the top scholar at university can't even be bothered or is not even capable of writing a single book, you're a joke. And everyone has known that. The, board, the overseers of Harvard have known that. All the people who are paying close attention to the school, which is a lot of people, probably too much attention to the school, have known that. And no one said a word about it. And it's like, how was this allowed to How did you get a dumb person running Harvard? And at least Larry Summers, who is a very abrasive, difficult person, who I have a lot of trouble talking to because he's so annoying, at least he's indisputably a scholar. He's smart. Do, do you know what I mean? Mm, yeah, yeah. No, no doubt. We talked about that earlier. I mean, he got in trouble for saying something that is a fact, which is men tend to be better at math and women tend to be better at yes. verbal related skills. Like that's not an attack upon biology. Yes. That's just a reality. And no. yet you've got this woman who is plagiarizing and is blatantly, uh, you know, not supportive of free speech for anyone that has a different opinion than her. And that leads me into this question, Tucker. Are you, you've been in media for, for most of your adult life. Are you pessimistic or every optimistic? Day, every day of my adult life. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, are you pessimistic or optimistic with the trend lines that you see for media as we begin the 2024 presidential campaign? And I don't just mean over the next 10 months. I mean with what you see on the larger landscape. Uh, how would you assess where we are right now, not only as a nation, but also as a world in terms of freedom of speech and the status of media in general? Well, I mean, this is like not the first media earthquake I've seen. I, when I got into the media business over 30 years ago, I was a fact checker. That was my first job. And I literally called people on the phone to check facts. And then I looked them up in a bunch of bound volumes in my office. Okay. The Internet existed, but we did not take it seriously when I started. I'd never used a computer, not one time, when I started work as a journalist, okay? So now we're at the end of the era that began then, which was the era of, you know, centralized big media outlets. And they're dying, and it's unmistakable. Their death is unmistakable if you take three steps back, and they're being replaced by independent voices who by definition are much harder to control and that's where the balance of the audience is moving streaming is not just like something you do on the side streaming is the media now and so yeah i mean in five years you know will nbc news exist no it won't in its current form it will not exist and none of these places will and so I think that's good news because they couldn't be worse than they are now, for one. And for another, they really are being replaced by, I mean, I was looking up somebody's pod, guy I know in the mainstream media business who now has an independent podcast. I won't name him. I'm sure you know him. And he's like gone off to do this weird thing, whatever he's doing. I looked at the numbers that he's getting on YouTube. They're crazy. He's getting like a million viewers a video. 
And this is just some random guy who's doing this out of his house. And so, yes, everything is changing right before us. It's hard to see its outlines because we're in the middle of it. But I think it's a great thing. Great. More people listen to you guys and to Russell Brand and Jimmy Dore and people who, like, I wasn't even that familiar with 10 years ago, if at all, than pay attention to the Today Show. That's real. Tucker, it's a little little uplifting here at the end of the show, and I guess I'm possibly taking it in the wrong direction, but... What happens if they throw Trump into prison or house arrest or something? We just had Andy McCarthy on. He was talking to us about this possibility, and he thinks it's a very real one. Yeah, I think Andy may be for it, but leaving aside that, um, <laughs> oh, you know, I think oh, he's going to chaos. I mean, the, the people, I, I don't know. I don't know the answer. I'm just throwing that out there. It seems that way. Um, but, you know, the the same people who lecture us about the democracy are about to short circuit it i mean just keep in mind that the things that trump is being charged for are ridiculous like they're non it's they're, the whole thing is bs okay so the fact they're trying to imprison this guy who is the unequivocal front runner in the presidential race running against a senile man who's wrecked the country i mean the it's the whole thing is grotesque and again we're two in the weeds step back this is crazy town and if they do that then it's just like a shutdown of our historic, you know, 250-year-old democracy. That's that's what we're looking at. And I don't know what the response to that will be. I hope it's very forceful. It needs to be, because if that is allowed, then, you know, all bets are off. The Bill of Rights means nothing. No more elections. Like, how can you have an election after that? You imprison the guy who's going to run the race for bringing documents home when the incumbent president did the same thing? It's, Just it's promise us at the inauguration ball we're close to the alcohol. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash since 9-11, the Tunnel to the Towers Foundation has been committed to supporting our nation's first responders and veterans, heroes who put their lives on the line for our communities and our country, heroes like U.S. Army Major Jonathan Turnbull. He sustained devastating injuries at the hands of an ISIS suicide bomber, the complete loss of his left eye, a puncture to his right eye, and he needed more than 20 surgeries and countless hours of rehabilitation. Tunnel to Towers paid off his mortgage and gave Major Turnbull a specially adapted smart home designed for his needs. He moves around his home more easily now. His home also gives him hope. With help from people like you, the foundation supports families like the Turnbulls. Join Tunnel to Towers in supporting America's heroes, our nation's severely injured veterans and first responders, homeless veterans, Gold Star families, and the families of fallen first responders. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs.